Welcome to our last episode of Season 2 of Moms That Lead. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor. As I was preparing for this episode, I had an opportunity to go back and listen to all of our episodes this season. And what a great season it was. So many interviews with just really inspirational women. So I hope that if you haven't had a chance to listen to all these episodes, you'll use the brief break that we're taking to go back and listen to the ones that you've missed. But before you do that, I wanted you to have an opportunity today to listen in to everyone's answers to the question that we asked each of our guests this season. And that question was, What is the one leadership lesson that you feel most passionate about passing on? They all, as you can imagine, had great answers, and there was a lot of wisdom shared just in their answers to that question. So we're going to kick it off with our first interview episode of this season, and that was with Cherie Canning in episode 47, where she was talking about leading in the hybrid work environment. Cherie also came back on in episode 68, where she was talking about mental health first aid for leaders. So if you missed either of her episodes, make sure you go back and listen to those. But first, here's her answer to the question about what one leadership lesson she feels most passionate about passing on. It is recognizing that every person we interact with believe that they're doing the best that they can and meet them where they are with curiosity and kindness because you never know the impact you're going to have on their day and and where that goes. So get curious before you get furious. And it is like always just seeking to understand and don't get frustrated, just get Mm -hmm. curious. Our next answer comes from episode 48 with Sarah Odland talking about leading toward a more compassionate community. Recognizing what you have to give and stepping into that space where you can be a leader at whatever capacity you have is is really important. And I try to teach my kids that even now so they can lead in in their spaces as children, as young, young people too. But I think it's very easy, especially... I think for my teen girls to feel sort of humbled and unready. And I think that's why this is such a great podcast. And I think we as women need to make sure we're reminding ourselves and teaching our daughters that they have a lot to give and don't be afraid to step into those spaces and be a leader and do lead those, even if it's just a conversation you feel needs to happen. And that's my 16 year old. I just saw her kind of overcome her fear of bringing up a challenging thing in a classroom setting and she did it and she felt great afterwards. So the more we can relearn that lesson, the better we'll be. These are so good. Let's listen next to Lauren Kramer from episode 49 in her episode talking about leading and building trust in uncertain times. We'll hear what leadership lesson she wants to pass on. The thing that I would want to pass on the most to, to any of my future children or, or future people that I lead would be that you're capable of more than you think you're capable of, but that's especially true when you work together as a team. I love the, the quote, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So being able to not only identify your own strengths and use them for good, but being able to use those strengths in a a team environment, you're going to make so much more of a difference. 
being a part of a team is so much more rewarding than working individually. You can accomplish so much more when you're working together. Next, from episode 50, titled Rethinking Leadership Presence, we'll hear from Sean Overcast about her favorite leadership lesson. I think I would phrase it as to trust yourself. I am raising two girls, one a preteen, one very much a teen. (laughs) And there are a lot of outside influences. And it's easy to override what they feel or believe about themselves. My question for them whenever they're facing a challenge with a friend or a teacher or a decision is, what do you feel is the right answer? Right or wrong, but what do you feel is the right answer? I guess two words to to emphasize there, you and feel. They're not always able to respond and for myself in making decisions, I'm not always able to answer that right away. But I cannot say enough how powerful it is when someone makes a decision based on their own passion or belief or value. You can move mountains with that. You don't, you can't lose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as human beings, you have an opportunity to make a different decision tomorrow. Right. We live and learn, but there's so many pressures that challenge our confidence and trusting ourselves. That's what marketing is all about. You open your any social media and look through all of the ads there, and it's challenging the trust in yourself. It's saying, you need this, you need this, mm-hmm. you have this problem, you have this gap, but absent of that, or if we sit back and say, how do I feel? We're not filled with all of those gaps and deficiencies. A lot of the answers are already within us. In episode 53, Jen Hope joined us to talk about the key to accomplishing new goals. Let's hear what leadership lesson she's most passionate about. I think truly, if I really kind of took it highest level, it is this building a skill set for difficult emotion. I think that really like the biggest leadership lesson for me is really understanding our emotion, like from a starting point, like what, what, what are they? Let's find names for them. Mm-hmm. And, but then really building a toolkit for managing difficult emotion. I think there's, there has been you know no time more complex than right now to be a leader. The responsibility of being a leader is going to come with moments of pain and challenge mm-hmm. and having a skill set to manage that for ourselves so we so we can be present and by that i mean not trying to numb right because it is it's going to be painful like our life mm-hmm. is going to have highs and lows and when it's low it is i think tempting to try and get rid of that pain and mm-hmm. we all do it right we all this is we we get to that point and and we need a break and to live your best life, to have the most impact. I think you really, really need to have a toolkit for managing your, your own emotion. Mm-hmm. 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 It's just in, I think in that ideal scenario, 
this starts at a very young age for our kids where that is this moment where we have this opportunity to show them like feelings come and go. And the more we ride it out, the, the better off that we can be. And if we can start young versus picking up whatever tools we learn along the way from mm-hmm. our environment, we can set them up too. And so for me, that's the, it's the kind of intersection of, of professionally being a leader. And then also this, this, this personal familial responsibility. In September, in episode 56, Ashley McManus came on to talk about how leadership doesn't have to be lonely. Let's hear what her response was to this question. This was such a hard question. I <laughs> so many things because I have so many leadership tidbits that I've kind of learned throughout the years. And I, for me, I think it did come back to, you know, my kids. What would I, what would I tell my kids? And my kids are very little, but one of my most basic things I would say is leadership to me is more than just bossing people around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really a fan of service leadership. So you need to serve those that you're leading. I think it's about finding what motivates them. Yes, you're doling out tasks, but also making sure that they feel supported, that they're unblocked. Communication is really mm-hmm. huge. So regularly checking in with your, your reports and making sure honesty is really like you're being honest about what you need from them, what they need from you. And just, I think presence, you know, you can't really take a back seat when you become a leader mm-hmm. in your job, whether it's in your community, if you're serving government, you know, we really need collectively our voices to be heard. In episode 57, Summer Day came on to talk about the power of a listening leader. And here's what lesson she's most passionate about. I think it's a, it's a lesson in life in general is be kind, mm-hmm. be kind. There's so much that comes from that. And I think if you start from that place, you'll make the right choices. You'll make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never going to be perfect. I mean, leadership is, is a challenge, a very challenging role. You know, one of the things I learned early on is you're not going to make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. There are going to be people that disagree with the decision or think it should be done a different way. But if you always start from kindness and every quality that that word entails, then I think you'll be successful. In episode 58, we had a double guest episode with both Charlotte and Jonathan of Wellness Theory. And they were talking about how to let go of unhealthy stress and become a force for good. Here's their favorite leadership lesson. Definitely. I think with your term of leadership, it's not about titles. It's about how you show up. And I think that is, I think my biggest message really um, to take away from that is about how you show up. If you want to make a difference, you want to make a change, you've got to be that person. You've got to show up as that person. You've got, mm-hmm. it's like, it's that thing of um, we're human beings. Most of us are so busy doing B. So if you want to make a change and you want to be, you want to show up for the people around you, for the people at work, for your family, you've got to be that person who you want to be. I mean, you've got to show up as that person. You've got to lead from the front, as I say. You've got to lead by example. And I know it's a cliche, lead by example. It's everywhere, but it's so <laughs> true. It's like people follow people and you you get inspired by the people that are around you or you kind of shy away and you move away from people depending 
don't know how they act. So you've just got to show up your best self as you want to show up in the world. So true. Definitely agree. Charlotte, what about you? I think the most important lesson in leadership is to know that we already are. We already are leaders of, of life, right? It doesn't matter who you're leading or what that looks like for you, but just knowing that you already have that resource anchored inside of you. And, and I think sometimes it's so easy to forget that when there's course after course and book after book, how can you do this better? How can you do that better? I think sometimes we can forget that we already we already own that. It's just time for us to, to see it. And I think that takes courage. Um, but I do think that it's possible for everybody to be able to look in the mirror and say, hey, I am a leader. This is how I lead. This is who I am. This is what I stand for. And it's already within me. And you can't learn that from a book or from a course, even from an event. Yes, you can be inspired and you can learn so many things, but the, the, the true deep lesson is, is within us all. And in episode 60, Mary McGuire came on to talk about how to toot your own horn in an authentic way. And she had a leadership lesson that I need to keep telling myself over and over again. Ditch the perfectionist. Um, and so what and what that means, if I if I unpack that a bit further, it means feeling okay when things go wrong and feeling okay with failure. So what we talk about in 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 uh, business is failing fast. So I go back to things like, you know, when you're bringing your, 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 your toddler up and they're learning to walk, that it's not a one and done. It's not, oh, right, I'm ready to get on my legs now. Right, legs work, I'm going to walk. It, it takes them thousands and thousands and thousands of attempts to get to a point where they have the, the, the muscle strength, then they have the balance, and then they are able to work out how to walk. We see that. Yet when we're in business or when we're, when we're in life, we think, oh, I have to be able to do everything perfectly first time. And it's like, that's just not the way the world is. And that's not the way our learning is. So feeling comfortable that things go wrong at times and not beating yourself up about it, learning from it, reflecting, thinking, oh, I wouldn't do that again. That didn't go very well. That's fine. But, 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 but not allowing it to almost defeat you and then feel that I can't, I can't do anything more. I can't show my face anymore. It's fine. And actually showing that I made a mistake here, that didn't do well. I've learned from it. People really respect that. So feeling comfortable with some element of failure and some element of challenge and ditching the perfectionist. In episode 62, we talked to Blake Schofield about what to do if you're feeling unfulfilled. Here's the leadership lesson that she had to share. Most important thing in life to success is being able to truly understand, right? Have self-awareness, understand who you are and understand others. Mm -hmm. I think often we grow up believing that the key to success is doing a lot of things, achieving a lot of things, being the best at something. But what I consistently find is relationships. And being able to really understand who you are, understand others and work together is truly ultimately the key. I often say self-awareness plus empowered action equals fulfillment. Mm. And 
I consistently see that over and over again. I bucket self-awareness along with awareness of others, because what I have come to find is when you truly understand who you are as a person, you have much greater understanding, much greater empathy, and much better ability to relate to others. And so unlocking that to me has been one of the greatest gifts of my life. And one of the biggest things I focus on educating my kids on, and I really focus on with my clients as well, because it really is such a a door opener of almost everything. The knowledge alone won't do it. You have to be empowered, right? You have to be Mm -hmm. empowered to take the action. But if you truly understand who you are, what you need to be successful and enables you to understand other people and what they need to be successful, and you have the tools to go out and then create what you want. That is a fulfilling life because for each one of us, when we talk about having it all, having it all looks different for everyone. So if someone's incredulous, like, how can I have it all? You can Mm -hmm. for you, right? If you understand what you need and you understand and you have the right strategy to be able to build that to come to fruition. Remember episode 64, when Crystal Fry was on talking about finding your leadership core? Her favorite leadership lesson was short but sweet. Oh, that would be find your identity and lead with love. You know, remember that we are all equal in the eyes of God. Just find who you are and lead from there. In episode 65, I talked to Christy Keating about how to raise future leaders. Christy, by the way, will be our first guest for episode one of season three, so stay tuned for that. But here's the leadership lesson that she feels most passionate about. I think the one leadership lesson that we all need and that we need to really infuse in our kids is empathy. There's some pretty sad research out there that shows that power, you know, when we get into positions of power and leadership, that there seems to be this correlation in many cases with a decrease in empathy. And I think the more empathetic a leader, the better the leader, the more empathetic a human, the better the human. And so if we could make that the focus of our parenting, of our, our leadership, you know, for ourselves and for our kids, if we can make that the focus of teaching them how to be in relationship with one another, whether those are romantic relationships, you know, empathy is the um, antidote to sexual assault I mean, there's so many things that empathy does for us. And so if we built leaders with empathy, I think we would be living in in a much different world today. One of our most popular episodes this season was episode 66 with Natalie Peterson. And I think I know why. It was called Finding the Energy to Lead. And we all need more energy. Here's the leadership lesson that Natalie feels most passionate about. That it's up to you when it's, when it's with my kids and and my kids are little. So my oldest is four. And if she is asking me, well, why did so-and-so do this? Or they got to do that. And I didn't, I always say, we worry about our own decisions and what we do. Don't worry about what they're doing as the conversation changes or as she gets older, or when I'm speaking with my clients and, and some of them perhaps, um, dealing with something that they're not pleased about, or they're frustrated about something. It's always bringing it back to focus on you, focus on what you can control 
it's really easy. I feel like it's the easier thing to point fingers. It's the easier thing to say, well, higher up made this decision or the business leaders aren't doing this right. Or my team isn't doing right. It's very easy to, to point fingers externally. It is the harder thing to look at ourselves and say, what have I done? What can I do? How can I be better? And I, I just feel like leadership is, as I said, you go first, you set the example, but you're also, it's important for you as a leader to be a practitioner, to set the example, to do all those things. And it, and it comes with, again, making sure that you are the one worrying about your own actions and, and kind of not worrying about what everybody else is doing and really being the one that that leads the way. If you're going to be a leader, then then exemplify that in your behavior. In episode 69, Sarah Peck came on to talk about how we can lead from right where we are. She had a great leadership lesson to share with us as well. It's it's the idea that you can lead from who you are, from what you're doing. You don't have to be anybody else to have leadership capabilities and qualities. If you are going through some of the toughest times, talking about it and telling your story when you're ready at the right time can be extremely powerful and your experience doesn't have to be any different. And we need you as you are. That's gonna be more powerful than you pretending to be somebody else. Here's Juliet Hahn's favorite leadership lesson that she shared with us in episode 70 when we talked about the power of storytelling to make you a better leader. Be aware of what's going on around you Mm. to really look and notice and see, because when you connect with what's going on around you, the more present you're going to be in that leadership role. In episode 72 we tackled the timely issue of how to lead when your world's been turned upside down with Barbara De La Peze. The leadership lesson that she wanted to pass on echoed her advice to that question. Never believe that what you're going through is all there is. And always believe that I like to say, believe in the what is seemingly impossible and trust that it, it there is always a positive solution. So that that's that's what I would start by saying. And this you can apply is a, is an attitude, is a way of looking at life. Never believe that what you're going through is all the reason. Always believe in the seemingly impossible to happen because it will. It is just a matter of uh, timing. And often our timing is not the timing that life has in mind. (laughs) So there's always a mismatch there, knowing that, but being sure that there is always uh, a positive solution. Things have a way to work out, always. When Tara Schwegler came on in episode 73 to talk about the gender leadership gap, and what to do about it. We also learned about her favorite leadership lesson. You are enough. 
in the sense that I know I have friends who are constantly trying to be something different based on feedback that they have received instead of, and, and I had one friend who would hear that she's too vocal in meetings. So then she would withdraw a bit and then next she would get feedback. You need to speak up more than meetings. And she was becoming a ping pong ball. There was no essence of her. It was just reflecting all of the feedback that she was getting. And what I want all of us, uh, my children, your kids, anyone that I work with to understand you are enough. And the challenge is not to make yourself into something you're not, but to figure out how to really capitalize on you and what, what leadership looks like for you. In episode 74, Michelle Arpin-Bagina came on to talk about how to create wealth by starting on the inside. And at the end of that episode, she shared the leadership lesson that she's most passionate about passing on. It's what's inside that counts. I, I think the learning to, learning to draw what's inside out as a leader is, um, is just as challenging, I think, as, as really understanding what's inside. But I think when you're, when you're leading from that place of, you know, I'm not emulating anybody else, I'm just being me, and I'm comfortable enough to do that, we're all usually quite powerful in the impact that we can have on other people when we're doing that. Moving from financial well-being to physical well-being, our next guest in episode 75, Kathleen Healy, talked about how to boost your energy to be a better leader. And she also shared her favorite leadership lesson. I've been talking a lot about vulnerability. I'm on a Brene Brown kick, everybody. So I'm sure you've read her books and listened to her. But what she's saying is really resonating with me right now as a coach and a mom. And I think that if you want to be an effective leader, like she says, you really do need to lead with your heart and that we can find people out there who, you know, we have robots and machines, but when you can show compassion and empathy, people will trust you and you'll inspire like other people to feel empowered. And that's really what leadership is to me. And when you, you know, share a little bit of your insecurities and what you're thinking and that you don't have all the answers, you're, you know, confronting your own self-doubt, but then letting other people let their guard down as well. And so I think being vulnerable is really important as a leader and as a mom and to show that you don't have everything perfect and you don't need to walk every day with this like big armor on, like you're okay human and you're doing the best that you can. And as a leader and being vulnerable, it also, you need to listen to other people. Like, we need to stop thinking about how we're going to answer and listen and let people talk and give space for them, hold space for them. And you don't need to answer right away. It, like maybe there's another thought that they have and they're holding back and give them that extra time, especially with your kids as well, increases openness, decreases tension, and it allows people to be more authentic and connect with you. After hearing from Kimberly Davis about the keys to financial well-being for female leaders, she shared this leadership lesson that she's eager to pass on. I am a true believer in being 
one's authentic self and embracing your authenticity and leading by example. If I say to people have a budget, then I have a budget. If I say to people, make sure you advocate for yourself, I advocate for myself. And I also, if I am going to have a company, I try to, you know, and I do like through the Fiscal Feminist LLC, which is a separate company from my wealth management, you know, I have a lot of women that work with me as consultants and, you know, I lead by example. There are a lot of them are mothers and they work remotely and they work part-time and they have schedules that have to be changed and accommodated. Guess what? We still get all the work done brilliantly. So, you know, be empathetic, try to understand and listen to the people that you're leading. So you need, you know, exactly what their situation is and you can figure out a way to get the most productivity out of them and make them feel the best about their situation. And that's pretty much in my mind, what good leaders do. You can't lead by, you know, declaration and, you know, just being a bossy boots. And I do think that that's what women are really good at. They're more empathetic. They listen and they want to know how they can help you help yourself. In episode 82, Whitney Hawthorne came on talking about how we should all stop shooting all over ourselves. An episode packed full of practical tips that concluded with this leadership lesson. I think the biggest one for me is consistency. Mm-hmm. That's been something that for me has really impacted me seeing other leaders who are consistent, consistent. Mm-hmm. If they say they're going to do something, they do it mm-hmm. right. That they show up every day, the same person, right. Mm-hmm. That they're not changing who they are. So being consistent does help to make a great leader. Jill Roberts came on in episode 84 to talk about how we could find more energy to lead by being careful about our nutrition. She shared this leadership lesson at the end of her episode. Leadership has to be specific to the person, meaning that you really do have to emotionally connect with that person and understand them to know what works best for them versus just leading the same, everybody the same way. That's been my biggest, you know, transition as I work with the team in the hospital. That was something that I had to learn of that everybody's different. They're not all the same. They're not going to work the same. They're not motivated by the same things. We all have different personalities, which is great because that's what makes us better as a team. But we have to, as leaders, figure out, well, how to lead individual people very differently. In episode 85, Lori Mahalik-Levin talked about the important topic of how to lead through maternity leave. And her favorite leadership lesson is one that I love also. Prioritization of the things that matter. I think in parenthood, I became laser focused on the daily priorities that needed to happen because I didn't have any margin in my day for all the extra and the gossip and the detritus and all the other stuff. But I think on a more macro level, the ability to prioritize what matters means the ability to stand and ground in your own values instead of comparing yourself to the worker bee next door who might be there button chair for 12 hours a day. And to, I'd love for my sons, for example, to grow up saying, I know what matters and what matters to me is whatever, you know, spending time with this family member 
and being creative in my role and whatever else, but just being able to prioritize those things and then make time for them on your calendar and knowing why you're doing them, even if society is telling you to do something else. Recently in episode 86, we talked with Jacqueline Kerr about the important topic of how to avoid working mom burnout. And for the leadership lesson that she is most passionate about passing on, she had this to say. Asking for help. I mean, that was the thing I realized as I was writing that letter to my kids is I was saying, I'm sorry, I couldn't ask for help. Make sure you ask for help. And and that's still not easy because I did actually ask for help in the university and and it, it, I didn't then receive it. I asked my husband for, for help and he was like, well, what do you need me to do? And and because I didn't really know, I didn't have an answer for that, then he didn't know what to, what to do. And, and so I really understand that asking for help, you know, you can ask and then be refused or not get the help you need. So it, it really also comes back to what are you asking help for? And so what is it you need? Finally, in our last interview of the season with Maya Lisa Miliares, she shared this leadership lesson. I think it would just be that voice has meaning, and voice has power, and I want to teach my kids to have the ability to make a difference, even as one person doing a small thing, because if I can teach them as a young child to, to be able to empower them to use their voice and they become adults who participate in our democracy, adults who care about, about what's going on in the world and adults who want to help make the world a better place. And so I, I think just instilling those values helps, helps to build kids who want to lead. This episode was so much fun to put together, to listen to all of the wisdom that was shared over the course of the last season. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of this journey. I hope that you have a wonderful summer if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, and we look forward to connecting with you again in mid-August. Until next time, lead with love.